Double Take is an extension of the award-winning movie review show Cinema Classics, which airs Thursdays at 8.01 p.m. on WCBE 90.5 FM, Columbus, Ohio. Hosted by John DeSando, this podcast features additional content and discussion with guests. I'm John DeSando. And I'm Wayne the Turkey Miller. (laughs) And this is Double Take. Thanksgiving is today. How appropriate. Yes. Yes, it is. Isn't it nice to have a little film to review? (laughs) It it sure is. Anyway, this is directed by Eli Roth. Yes. Who started all, well, started with a couple of his buddies about 17 years ago. Yeah, uh, uh, a trailer... Uh, because it was a trailer of Roberto Rodriguez's film Greenhouse, yeah, that had a lot of a lot of different like Quentin Tarantino, yeah, right. Eli Roth, and a number of others provided Rob uh, Zombie, uh, yep, episodes that were longer, but they had like three different fake trailers for movies, and Thanksgiving was one of them. Yep, and a reviewer that I, I just watched on YouTube the other day, and he was saying he'd love to see a movie uh, based on just the first scenes of the movie during Black Friday. <laughs> uh, the mob oh, scene. Oh, the mob scene yes. of this. Now this Thanksgiving is, you know, in the tradition, in the Grindhouse tradition. This is low-rent horror stuff, okay, Grindhouse. Yeah. So finally, we have Eli Roth uh, weighing in with his Thanksgiving. And I, yeah, you know, I'm just generally going to say I really enjoyed it. I got, well, <laughs> it, the laughs... Involved in that were real. I meant the humor, you know, was really kind of good. And I googled. There really aren't many. There's some that maybe take place around Thanksgiving, right. but not one. Right. And I thought, is this going to be like in the tradition of Halloween, or Friday the Thirteenth, or Prom Night, or April Fool's Day was another horror one. But if you're looking for one like Halloween, it really isn't because some of those movies. Like Halloween, Friday, uh, Friday the 13th, um, Nightmare on Elm Street. It's kind of almost a supernatural type of killer that you know from the beginning. This one is is a whodunit murder mystery. More in the vein of the Scream movies. Yeah, and yeah. And all the different type of movies like Scream. Well, one of the things that I like about this is that Roth honors the, the tradition. Yes. So that if you're yeah. a hardcore like uh, Hope Madden or George Wolfe, Yes, uh, you're yeah. going to win. You're, I'm, I'm guaranteeing that they will love this because it has all the tropes, and they can just check them off on their box. But somehow, it seems to have originality. Originality, and the thing of it is, and I, and I'd forgotten, and I, uh, are the real splatter gory movies. I'm not that big a fan of, even though I do this one. No pun intended. The gore is served up quite well. I know, you know a feast of listen. Gore. There is an oven here to die for, yes, in which oh, they actually my. roast a human being as a turkey. Dress, we're sitting him up. When we saw this movie, and there must have been about 20 people in the audience, I believe. It was a small crowd. And, of course, we usually hoot and holler and get in trouble. Right. And all of a sudden, one of the victims and the villain is basting her. Okay. He's putting parsley between her toes. Yes. But she was getting considerably yes. darker. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. oh considerably so. <laughs> so. But, but Roth is known for other gory flicks like Hostel, Cabin Fever, 
which I did see that one, and that one was interesting. I kind of enjoyed that, but they think he's a little bit over the top, definitely like the Black Friday shopping scene with the stamp. Yeah, I think that yeah. that is a keeper. Yes. It's, it's done at right mark. I have more to say, because I rented a movie that I'd seen before called Black Friday. And uh, I'll yeah. have to tell you more oh, about good. that. Yes. But if I had any type of complaint, I really like the buildup, though, of, and the uh, and the backstories of the characters and their relationships, because you know me. I'm all about the relationships of the characters in the movie. The very final scenes, when the survivors are all tied up around Thanksgiving table, it's a bit too long. You know, oh, just okay. kind of dra- all right. it started to drag a little bit. And seeing these people trying to scream with their mouths gag, and one gets ill. Well, it's almost unavoidable to be repetitive. They're not looking for something brand new in characterization or whatever. It's going to feel a little bit repetitive. However, I was so delighted with the imaginative way in which they skewered yes. their characters. And, 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 oh, and of course, the one that I thought was just hysterical, one of the teenage female victims is kind of going through her nightly routine of kind of like brushing her teeth, you know, washing her face, uh, using a Q-tip. To clean out her ears, and then of course the poor deer is dispatched with a little corn with smiley faces with on little with the little corn, corn holders. John, one thing cinematically that I liked about that scene was when he did that, they muted the sound a lot, like our own eardrums Good had been yeah. uh, pierced. Well, my favorite it apparently appeared in the old Grindhouse trailer, okay. and this is. The trampoline. <laughs> the cheerleader is down on the trampoline, and that's not good. There are other objects that he uses that I think are creative. Yeah. Uh, he probably has a saw in there somewhere. You know? I think he does. Yeah. He definitely has a meat tenderizer that he uses to gory effect on the head of one of the teenage boys at the dinner table as he's tenderizing a skull. Well, the people who have seen Halloween and others will know that a mask is required. Yes, yes. I found this mask less menacing than most. Uh, no, but kind of creepier. In some ways, it almost looked like, oh, was that V for Vengeance, that movie about uh, oh, yeah. Guy Fawkes? Yep. You know, yep. Because kind of similar type yeah, of hat. This is the first governor of the Plymouth Colony. And it, probably named yes. John Carver. Exactly. Can that be true? That is very true. Now, and what's interesting about it, because a big part of the movie is Thanksgiving and all the things leading up to it and how appropriately it takes place in Plymouth, Massachusetts. Oh, yes. Uh, and so the, a lot of people are wearing, the place kind of like, it, like I mentioned the Scream movies, like the Scream movies that, oh, the latest one, they're in New York City and everybody's wearing, you know, the hoodie and the, the face mask of the Scream character. Whereas so many of people are wearing, so it's kind of hard to tell. Well, ooh, actually, actually, you know, it, yeah, you're right. We get more interaction with this the character than we do in other horror flicks. Exactly. We get to see him preparing the dinner yes. And, yes. and having a good old time. And yes. Just, just and just, torturing everybody. Oh, my God. And the, one, uh, the axe-wielding scene. Oh, yeah. The guy does very Bringing good. Bringing back thoughts yeah. of Shining. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> uh, here's uh, a good one. Here's Johnny. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, quite appropriately, John yeah. Carver. Yeah, right. But uh, how timely this movie is, because just last week, People Magazine put down this year's Sexiest Man Alive. The main headliner of this movie, playing the town sheriff, Patrick Dempsey. 
And it's so funny because seeing him in other roles, particularly the number of years he was on Grey's Anatomy, and people just swooned. And his nickname on the show was Dr. McDreamy. Here, he, his sheriff was slightly dense. You know, he had kind of like a troubled look. And I thought Dempsey really pulled it off pretty well of more, not a real hero. Traditionally, have these sheriffs always been a little bit dense? Yeah, sometimes. Because if some they were move, very oh, yeah, good de- at what they did, yeah. they would have caught him long yeah, ago. Yeah, they, uh, now, yeah, and definitely what they needed was Rory Scheider's Chief Brody character Nobody. from Jaws. Nobody. He would have had it nailed at the beginning. Film is Thanksgiving. Yes. And that's today's feast. Yes. This is a horror film that feasts on its victims. They carry that motif throughout. Well, not constantly making jokes. Yes, exactly. But another motif that we've seen in so many movies, the revenge theme. Oh, boy, good, yeah. And we've just talked about that a number of times recently with films like The Killer and The Equalizer, the John Wick movies, you know, the theme of revenge. All right, and- so... Wayne, we, we have other movies coming out at this time. I yes. think we, we saw a big crowd for The Hunger Games when we Yes, went. The Hunger Games. So yep. it's competition. So uh, is there anything you can do to encourage our listeners? I'd say if people, if the viewers love a good horror film in the tradition of the Scream movies, because that last Scream movie was very good and we reviewed that for this show, I would recommend it. But it's not for everybody. If you hate gore... And we have uh, some friends who do not like the thriller horror movies, right, the scary right, movies. Right. And laced with a little bit, bit of humor. A, a lot of humor. A lot of people think is really the best scene in the inf- uh, entire movie was the Black Friday shopping scene oh, of the stampede. At Wright Mart. At Wright. Not to be confused with Walmart. And so you see our fellow Americans, and here's what what I thought was part of the humor of this, that they were battling to get in. And, of course, they had, like, two inexperienced young security guards trying to hold these people back, which was impossible. (laughs) They finally get in. What they're fighting over, which I find really ironic, is a waffle iron. The first hundred customers would get a free free waffle iron. And who in the heck uses waffle (laughs) irons? But it's just the whole thing of, even though it's something they don't, and I'm guilty of this, really don't need and wouldn't use and really don't like, but if it's free, I'm going to get there. I'm going to be there and get that. And this is what sets up the revenge theme. And that, which also sets up a number of red herrings along the way, possible suspects of sure. who is the killer. You know, that's one of the, yeah. A number of people were injured or traumatized or killed. And there's like little clues along the way about particular people, like could it be this person could be. Big reveal yeah. of the murder didn't come quite as a surprise to No, me. it hasn't, because I think that murderer is a staple of yes. many of these horror films. So you could see it. However, that did not at all spoil it. Oh, and God, I would God. like to say that, that as you were talking about it, the little clues along the way for a character here, there, and so yeah. on, reminds me a little bit of the Agatha Christie stuff we've seen yes, for so many times. Yes, yes, that, exactly. That also does it well by we suggesting like everybody but not leading you to anybody. I was oh. always a huge fan as a kid of watching the old 1930s black and white Charlie Chan movies where there's the big reveal, all the usual suspects gathered in one room and Chan would you know, 
give his clues as why he thinks the murder is. I rented a flick. It came out a couple of years ago called Black Friday. Right. And it starred Bruce Campbell, well-known for the Evil Dead. Those movies, and here he's a store manager of a toy store called We Love Toys. It's a toy <laughs> store. There's this huge crowd. Everybody's bickering and fighting or whatever, but then they begin to turn into zombies. So the best part of it, almost like what I would say the best part of Thanksgiving, uh, the movie, is the shopping scene, the Black Friday stampede of Americans, and the same thing with this one. Then it started going over the top as they turn into zombies. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah. And, and we have always had good laughs at our fellow Americans yes. at their worst. Yes. And I yeah. think that Roth caught them at their worst with not unexpected terror of being with them. A lot of stores are saying they won't open during Thanksgiving or Thanksgiving night so their employees... Yeah, well, if they see this sequence at the beginning of this movie, they darn well won't open up on Thanksgiving. I know. I agree with you from Cinema Classics. It's not easy to find really Thanksgiving-related horror films. It's not. But there are plenty of films that have Thanksgiving... And celebration as a centerpiece. Yes. For instance, I think the most famous would be Charlie Brown. Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to talk about uh, Thanksgiving themed movie. <laughs> no, I, I don't remember anybody getting killed in the Charlie no. Brown one. <laughs> Nor in Little Women. Oh, uh, yeah. Starring Florence Pugh and by okay. the great Greta Gerwig. You know it was so funny, the Winona Ryder one. Oh, about 20 years ago, Little Women, it actually took place during Christmas time. Ah, yeah. As they go around yeah. singing, you know. And I could add to that, Blindside apparently had the Thanksgiving, uh, and I wouldn't know that because I haven't seen that in so long. Yeah, yeah. Uh, okay, the Big yeah. Chill, too, which... Oh, uh, yeah. And Pieces of April, in which okay. she's trying to cook a turkey. It's in, I think it's in Manhattan. Yeah. In this small little apartment. It's the first time I think she's ever cooked it. And this is a horror one that I hadn't thought about at all. Miracle on 34th Street because of the Macy's Day parade. Yeah, the, which is a big thing. Yes. Yes. And let's which not st- forget this has a parade. Yes, and, it does. And, and once really again with job. people wearing the John Carver yes, uh, get yes. up and mask and everything. Well, it's funny that I got thinking not so much about Thanksgiving-themed movies. Thanksgiving, I was thinking of classic TV situation comedies because Thanksgiving was always ripe for the family dynamics because last night they had about four in a row on me TV on TV, all in the family. Thanksgiving. Uh-huh. You know, the dynamics of that family. Poor Edith. Oh, yeah. Right. Thing bad. <laughs> so giddy about the thing. I'm thinking that episodes of Friends. Definitely Friends. Yeah. And the classic one from Cheers what, uh. ends in a big food fight. Oh, oh, does it? Yes. Oh, good one. And Shelley Long, dressed in like a typical little uh, <laughs> pilgrim outfit, is so excited about her turkey. And not a Thanksgiving theme, but at least it's a Christmas-themed movie featuring a turkey near the end, a Christmas story. Uh. At the end of it. Oh, for really? thing, And the neighborhood dogs break into the house <laughs> as they're taking care of uh, poor Ralphie, who nearly <laughs> shot his eye out with his new BB gun. And the neighborhood dogs come in, destroy the Thanksgiving turkey. Well, I'm hoping that Eli Roth's grindhouse expansion here yep. on Thanksgiving yep. will 
inspire some other aficionados to use Thanksgiving because I think it's underused. Yep. Or let's say undercooked <laughs> for horror. <laughs> uh, oh, you slice that. <laughs> so Wayne Miller, the yep. film is yep. Thanksgiving. Yep. What do you advise our audience? I, if they like the screen type or even Halloween type horror films, go to it. You'll have a blast. The one thing of it is, and I won't give away anything, I believe we're going to see a sequel. Oh, I boy. I think it, at the end... I, this thing is larded with possibilities. Uh, for, if not by Roth... Now, would be interesting uh, to see Eli Roth direct a screen movie. Because that franchise got a fresh breath there recently, yeah, yeah. the most recent one. Yeah, but I wouldn't yeah. recommend it. 